Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Oh. Hello, everybody. This is Andy Lopez, better known as the Invisible Gardener. How are we all doing today? I hope you're enjoying your day. If you're happy, nothing hurts. Uh, today, we're going to continue our talk about the body and the garden with my friend Chuck Meese. He'll be on soon. Um, if you're listening to the show, then I, know, I figure you're getting it somehow because you can get it through uh, TalkShoe if you're a member of TalkShoe. You can, of course, go to my website, invisiblegardener.com, and get the podcast there. Uh, lots of ways to get the podcast for, for uh, the show. Um, I'm working on getting it through iTunes, but it's available through Google and through uh, lots of different other places. If you go to the website, you'll see all the different places. But if you're listening to the show, then you must be getting it somehow. So good for, good for you. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, today uh, we're going to be talking about... Uh, Solutions, because we've been talking in the past few shows. We've done about eight shows already. Imagine that. Uh, I myself have done over 300 shows on Don't Panic, It's Organic, and 300 shows on my uh, members, member show. Remember, if you're a member, you don't need to subscribe to the podcast to get Body and Garden. You will also automatically be receiving it. Members receive all of my shows through one place. So if you're a member and you're and you're going running around doing a bunch of stuff, uh, talk to me and I'll, I'll straight it out for you. Uh, so uh, my last uh, my show coming up that I'm going to be doing next, which is the after the show I do uh, uh, Don't Panic It's Organic and I also do the member show. I'm going to be talking about your compost may have GEO in it. That's something I'm sure that people are not even thinking about. We'll probably talk a little bit about it today. Uh, as part as part of the of the solutions that we like to uh, bring about, uh, let me see if I can just see this thing. That's my uh, that, that might be better. <laughs> go down. So what we're doing? <laughs> I did not stop it. I always stop it. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, we have to Chuck and I. We have the the uh, ability to keep on talking and talking and talking. So we want to make sure that everybody gets that we get our. So I decided five minutes each. We get five minutes, and the alarm goes off, and then we uh, try to finish up the uh, the train of thought, and let the other person carry on. So what we do is I take notes when he talks. Now, if you have a question, if you want to join our talk, uh, you feel feel free to call. Right now, it's open to the public, but I can control it. So if some person comes on who's not supposed to be on, whatever, I just use him. But if you want to give me a call, uh, it is open to it. And you are if you are well, problem is is that if you're listening to it now, it's not live. You're you're probably listening to the podcast, so it's gone. If you want to be on our show, you need to send email to Andy Lopez at invisiblegardener.com. Tell me you want to be on which show you want to be on and why. What do you have to say? What do you have to offer? And we'll make a date so we'll have you uh, come on. And what we'll do is we'll get your email. When we do the show, we'll send out an invitation. Here's a, a show and information and everything, and get you on our mailing uh, mailing list. Uh, you don't have to, if a member if you're a member and you want to be on my show you providing something organic, uh, natural, you want to uh, have information that you want to, you know, contribute to our show, just send me an email, and I'll be glad to get you on the show also. If you're a doctor and or an organic farmer, I was going to say organic doctor, that doesn't sound right, but if you're a doctor and an organic farmer and you have something to contribute to our show, then please send me an email, Lopez at invisiblegardener.com. And gardener, it's G-A-R-D-E-N-E-R. People are just spelling it wrong so they don't 
doesn't work too well for them. Uh, and we'll get you on our show. So we have a guest, too. I wonder who that is. Let me see. I have to uh, unmute. You're unmuted. Guest? No, no phone. Huh? Somebody's just sort of sitting there. Uh, guest, too, logged into chat. Let me say hello. I have a hard time chatting and and you know talking at the same time. So I want to say, say who are you? See what happens. Uh, they can't talk anyway. They can just chat. That's why I, uh, I have a control over here. I am the host. It's a really cool talk show I've been doing for a long time. It's exactly that talk. Uh, but uh, I do my inner gardening show here. I do all my all my shows here because then it goes out goes out to all the different podcasts that we have. Plus, I have do a bunch of other radio shows. I'm a DJ, so starting a brand new show called Inner Gardening in Malibu. So if you live in Malibu, meow. <laughs> so if you live in Malibu, <laughs> let, me, let me say meow. <laughs> oh, wait a second. This is interesting. And this person said meow. Meow. <laughs> so, if you're if you're uh, living in Malibu, uh, you can pick it up on cable. It'll be on Wednesday nights. Uh, I'm gonna start doing the inner gardening show, but then I'm also going to be doing my uh, gardening show live through the through the air, so people can call and talk to me. And it's about uh, 8:07, so Chuck should be on by now. <laughs> the person left to chat. Chat. That's what happens when you have it open to you know anybody can come and go. Um, so I'm, uh, I guess I should tell them, maybe we should check our time, because, because the show starts at 8 and it's 8.07, and I don't mind doing a show by myself, I've done this before, you know, all the time on and off, it's easier sometimes when you do it by yourself, you set up a, 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 what you want to talk about, you know. Uh, as I said, uh, in my next show I'm going to be talking about the compost, compost and how it may have GEO in it, and what you can do about it. Partly what I do on my shows is not just yell wolf, but I also say uh, this is what you can do about it. That's very important. Give people an opportunity to to do something about it. So um, (laughs) my cat was trying to get in the door now. There's something going on in the morning. Lots of wind going on. We had had a lot of rain. Really cool environment. Uh, And, you know, I was out there just uh, yesterday Thursday, no, Thursday. Oh, somebody from California is calling, but it's not, I don't think he's got the phone that's working. Good morning, Andy. Oh, there you are. Your phone is working. By the way, you know, our time, we need to synchronize our time. Because I, I went eight minutes all by myself, man. I, I was all by myself talking. I don't, I don't know. I'm so shy. I don't want to be by myself on the phone. <laughs> oh, Andy. <laughs> Because it is open to the public. Some person came on and started meowing. He said, meow, 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 meow. (laughs) And you said, I'm a dog. What are you talking about? Well, the problem is I'm talking and typing at the same time. That's one of the reasons why I don't really have it open to the public, because once we had 20 people, they were all chatting to me, asking questions. I said, wait a minute. i got to talk and answer this thing at the same time. You're kidding me. (laughs) <laughs> what you do is you get other people to type because, you know, it's a, it's really a chat room. I, I don't, we might be able to try it sometime. You know, when we have enough guests, if I say three or four guests, they can log in, they can chat to each other because you know, it's really a chat room we go into. It's such a chat room, you know. Okay. I, can block, I can block people so they can, can't talk. Before, I used to let them talk. And, you know, strangers should show up and start babbling about the weirdest thing. I go, okay, <laughs> that doesn't work, you know. <laughs> but uh, I, I was talking to Sam this morning. He just got back from Peru, <laughs> world traveler. <laughs> wow. He, says, he got some, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, um, he said he got uh, cocoa leaves. <laughs> he was trying to bring him back, <laughs> and they wouldn't let him in with the cocoa leaves. I go, I Sam. <laughs> He's a kid. What do you, what do you expect, right? <laughs> He's a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. He's one of the most intelligent kids I've run across to in a long time, you know. Mm. I wish that when I was his age, I had like a little mentor or somebody could say, hey, dude, you know, <laughs> here's some things you may want to try, you know, to help them along. Yeah. That's what, that's always been my goal is to help kids 
find out what they want and, and you know what they you know it's never too young a lot of kids are born with they know exactly what they want out of this life and it's like whoa but yeah. today uh, I was talk, I was telling the folks you know about all the different shows that we're doing uh, that I'm doing and what's going on and my latest you might really find this interesting and my latest column that the article I wrote is called your compost may have geo in it and what what you can do about it and it falls in line with what we're talking about here in terms of you know, we're talking about solutions. So I've always been about solutions. You know, uh, and even when, you know, the first thing that I developed was a simple. You know, you know, when you have solution, you want to give something people simple. You don't want to make it like first you got to do part A and you got to stick part B in, and then you have to multiply D by two, and then you have to divide it by thirteen, and then you end up walking. You know, it's like no. So my, you know, here's the simple thing I came up with in the sixth grade. Okay. Because you know how they teach you the the three R's, yeah. Reduce, reuse, recycle, right? Well, I added rethink and replant. Made five R's. Now, you, your job on the other end would be to take these five R's and say, how does that apply to the body? Because I'm looking You're at right. reduce. Okay, you know, we can reduce less food. Reuse. I don't know about reusing. Maybe. You know, the body reuses things. You know, recycling, how does the body recycle? I know about rethinking. People really should rethink about what they're doing with their lives. Is this good for me? Is this good for the planet? And the replant, we, we know about replant for trees, but how does that work in terms of people? So it may not be good translation. Maybe it is. Maybe you'll say, hey, these are the things. Cause maybe well, we give, me, give, me those, give me those five again, Andy. Okay, it's reduce. Reduce. Reuse. Right. Recycle, okay. Rethink and replant. Okay. You know, it just occurred to me, Rug. Replant really means it means refluoride our 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 stomachs. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that makes does that would that make sense? <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. Because we're killing our, our inside of our body, and we're not replenishing it. You know, reducing is obvious. You know, you need we need to eat a lot less. You know. We can, we're eating way too much, I think. You know, I mean, you know, you, it's, always, it's such a thing as too much of a good thing. You know, when people eat, especially when they go eat all these other junk food, junk food after junk food after. I don't think reducing junk food is going to help. I mean, it'll help you still eating junk food, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and the same thing with reuse. Well, reuse might be, you know, it's really in the gardening world and in, in the real world, reuse is obvious. You know, lots of things we throw away, we can reuse. I'm sure in the human body, there are things that the body can reuse over and over again. I don't know. This is a whole new era for me, a whole new thinking process for me. It's like, how does these five hours apply? Maybe they need you need to come up with a slightly different variation of it to apply to the body because we are a little different. You know, we, you know, I I know about rethink. <laughs> People have to rethink what the heck they're doing, like and, and planting and, and growing. We all need to think about is this the is this correct? You know what I'm doing. With a lot of times they they think they TV, you know, advertising. You don't know how green it is unless you buy this green stuff. Doug? Yeah, yeah. Hello. <laughs> I, I'm listening. You're talking to yourself, Andy. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Man. I know. <laughs> so, no, but I I love it, and and you know, I I think I we can. Uh, transpose, you know, this information for, you know, for the body. But, you know, I'd, I'd love it to, to really just kind of focus on, let's apply this, you know, into, you know, how to make proper choices for gardening and then how to make proper choices, you know, for our health, you know. And, and so why don't, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear you, you know, how do you actually how how in in terms of somebody who has a garden how do they improve their garden you know step by step and then i'd like to show people you know here's how you improve your health you know uh, personally i think that once a person starts gardening he or she is automatically on the path of improving their health automatically i mean when i was uh i was with uh the VA, I, vis- I visited the VA hospital 
Oh yeah, I was, you know, I was. I what came to me was when I went to you to Mexico with you with you, with you for the, the cancer set up there. You know, in terms of getting people into gardening, but it's the same thing with the VA. There, you know, people walking around not happy and everything. You get them into gardening. I even worked with uh, gardening with the blind. Uh, and, and the prison, I, I was in Miami. They contacted me because I was doing a radio show and all this stuff about gardening, and that gardening is so good for the mind and the body and everything. I said, why don't you come over here and introduce gardening to these prison mates, which are sitting around not doing anything. They're not happy. They try their exercise, but they're not happy. Uh, maybe we can get them into Oh, and that gardening just was amazing for them. Uh, they, as soon as they, because it teaches you, to, it teaches you patience for one thing. It, it teaches you to slow down. It teaches you these are the things that are important in life for the garden, and gee, maybe they're important for me. And, and so I, I got into gardening. You know, I mean, I'm a super active, hyper person. I'm like the Flash. I'm always. What was that? I don't know. You know, people say, "Well, it was Andy just came by." <laughs> gardening is what slowed me down. Gardening is what taught me. Gee, because I remember putting something in the ground, going, "Come up, come up, come up, come up, come up, come up." And next day, where is it? It's like my mom says, what are you doing? <laughs> I planted, even when I taught the kids here, I did this, uh, whatever grade, I, I don't know what grade it was, a second, third, something like that. So I, I, I learned, you got to give them seed to come up almost right away because they'll go in the ground, they dig it up, I come back, I plant it, help them plant seeds and come back the next week. The teacher says, they dug it up. They're looking for, <laughs> for their plants. I said, oh, you live. <laughs> And, I, and <laughs> yeah, and so and that alone, just that alone, puts you on the path, path of healing. And you know, and, and to me, it's really weird because you're, okay, so you're on this path of healing. Then what do you do? You're putting chemicals into the soil, into the plants, and into you. It's like that's not the path of healing. The same thing with anything. With anything, with a, as a, a, you know, as a, as a physician, you know that people are constantly doing, sticking their hand in the fire. And it's sometimes, you know, the hand of the fire is obvious, you know, and the fire hurts. But chemicals is hand in the fire. Anything that pollutes our environment is the hand in the fire. And if you keep sticking it in, burning yourself. And so for me, there is a, a big, I, I, I realized the parallel a long, long time ago. What I do to the garden affects me over and over and over again. And, and people are crazy, quote, crazy. You take a crazy person, put them in the garden. Not so crazy. <laughs> they slow down right away. They start feeling things. They go out, and it, 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 that's what the term grounding comes from. But to answer your question, in terms of, because I get that a lot. You know, nowadays people uh, are, are starting to realize when they listen to me talk or listen, read my column that you want healthy plants, <laughs> and you got to have healthy soil. You can't go about uh, separating it too. Even though I have done, you know, soil is growing. And hydroponics, you know, because that's a slightly different, uh, different. Uh, it's like having a different body. It's still the principles are the same. Uh, the water is just, it becomes your soil, uh, a source of nutrients, and but it's, it's still alive. It still has the microbes, it has the bacteria, and everything. It still functions the same. You have to learn how it functions. But basically, most people work with soil. People call it just a. People call it dirt. Imagine that they call this. I said dirt is what you sweep out the front door of your house. Right, not not soil. By the way, I press. I have to press. I press my. Uh, I have a timer. <laughs> Remember, we have a timer. I made it really loud this time. You and I can keep on. You and I can keep on going. We really love to talk and really love to because we know what we're talking about to a certain extent. And when people listen and they go, "Wow, I I get that," <laughs> and you go, "Cool, that's the whole reason I'm here is to help you get that." And, and, you know, uh, ever since I've been gardening, it's always been a battle with people, when I, especially when I go to somebody's home, right? I mean, it's bad enough that you're in your own place and you live there. You have no excuse not to have a, a beautiful, luscious garden. Because in, in Miami, uh, Hylia, where we live, people used to come over all the time to my parents' houses. What is going on here? She used to talk to him, and the lawn was beautiful, everything was growing beautiful. The people's next door and across the street, it was like, duh. As a matter of fact, I, I tell people, and I go do a house school. I can tell who you are, your what you do, what you, your life is like by by what you do in the garden. If you're stressed out, your garden is going to be stressed out. If you're sick, your garden is going to be sick. You can't, you know, it's a mirror. It's an absolute mirror. People don't like looking in the mirror, but that's another story. So I tell people is, 
the key is the soil, and they don't get that. Like just 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 Thursday, this lady says, "What what type of fertilizers do you use?" I says, "I don't use fertilizers." Well, how can you feed the plants if you don't use fertilizers? I says, "Well, they 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 got plenty of you give them the right food, and they'll eat it. It's, it's a living thing in there." She says, "What do you need?" And she didn't understand at all. She was just coming back from the store with with my MG. You know what MG is? I don't say it too much because I got sued by them a couple of times. But the last end to grow and, and, and like what happens when God creates a, a miracle, right? You know what I'm talking about now? NG. Yeah. You're going to make me say it, aren't you? Okay, fine. Miracle grow. Oh, MG. I thought you yeah. were saying NG. Oh, no, miracle no. grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the worst things for the soil. Really is. It's just absolutely. And you know, you name. You know, they're getting mad at me. How can I be? You can make everything green. Blah, blah blah blah. All the typical talking points. And I go, I'm not falling for it. Sorry. <laughs> I have proven it over and over again. You know, if if you could use that, you would, people would be out there doing a spray service with, just with that. Spray that. I know one guy. That's what he did. He he started. He said, I can do what you're doing. I said, Great. So I told him, I'll help you. Well, no, he he got that. He started spraying. It wasn't long before he was having problems. He was calling me. What do I do about this? What do I do about that? Well, you need to stop the MG. <laughs> Law, cause, and effect. You ask for it, so you're gonna get it. If you if you use a chemical, you can have chemical problems, and nothing organic will save you. Nothing. It's like you had 99% organic. That 1% chemical will get you every time. And and and, and nature's building that way. It's just like this thing I was talking about, the compost and the GEO and the soil. We're, the the soil is const is so being bombarded with chemicals left and right, and now we're putting GEO in, back into the sewer sludge as a concentration of chemicals and genetically engineered organisms. They do not break down the the, the all these all these millions of years the fungi and mycelium have to evolve to break down these things. They're not evolved to break down Roundup. They go, what is this? <laughs> what is what is DDT? What are these things? So they say Roundup breaks up in the soil. It does not. <laughs> it, it accumulates because it cre- the, the microbiology says, what do we do with that? What is that? Okay, we break down the gene, so it's in the gene. We break down the gene, but you get to the chemical and you go, what do we do with this? Put it over there. You store it, right? And it eventually kills the, the system. So the, for me, the five R's is, is obvious, but, you know, because when you reduce, you don't need as much uh, of everything we think we do. So when, we do, when we're dealing with the soil, we have to learn how to, what, what does the soil want? It's not what I want, it's what the soil wants. The soil doesn't need a whole lot of stuff, it just needs some basic things for life. That's the same thing in the body. So when we, when we bring this, when we prepare, I was another article about preparing the soil. And so I got lots of emails, oh, we, dump, we put, you know, we buy this chemical, we buy that chemical, we buy this chemical, we turn it over, and there we got the soil prepared. I go, yeah, we prepared to die. Continuation of death, because that's what it does. Salts, the Romans, when they conquered other countries, they salt the ground to prevent it from growing. Literally throw salt down. What do you think, what do you think chemical furs are? Salt. <laughs> so we're following the Romans. And, and destroying, what, what we're doing is we're destroying the top soil left and right. So it's destroying left and right. So we, when we want to bring the soil back to life, we want to, okay, my five minutes are up. <laughs> okay. Well, let me. Um, you get you five know. minutes now. Wait, I got to do this. Figure out how, there you go. I just can't stop it. <laughs> it doesn't want to stop. <laughs> uh, I'm crying out. Pause. Stop. Uh isn't that interesting? I hit the done button. <laughs> anyway, you can probably you can't hear it, can you? Okay. I can't. No. Uh, I'm not going to do that anymore. Five minutes is is fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if five minutes went by so fast, it was like what? Five minutes? That was five minutes. <laughs> I mean, when I go give a talk at Garden Club, they say you got two hours. I go really? Is that all? <laughs> but to yeah. me, it's very, very simple. You want to bring into the soil what it's supposed to be getting all along. In nature, you look at nature, animals die, animals poop, animals do things. Animals is a part of the key of nature. You know, it replenishes the soil. 
When was the last time an animal died on your property and decomposed and returned and got, you know, back? The same thing with animal manure. All the different types of animal manure from there. It used to be like everywhere, right? You couldn't walk anywhere without stepping on animal poop, right? There millions and trillions of birds and millions and billions of animals. All, what, what do they do? They, they, take, they recycle. They're part of the recycling program. <laughs> you know, they, they eat and they recycle back. They have their own type of microbes in their body, which they put back in the soil again. And the soil gets it back again. And the, the, the fungi go, thank you. And, and it starts the process. And so that's what we, that's the reason why we make compost in the first place. We think we're recycling. No, we're trying to imitate nature. We're trying to help her. Here's the thing. Here's what you need. You need some good microbes and good minerals. We put them together in just the right way, and we give it to you. And we don't grow the tips. It's all that's the worst thing you can do. You just layer, put it down, layer it. If you do that over a period of time, your soil is so healthy. After a while, you go burp. You know, you, you, it soil burps, and that, that's what you have to do to bring the soil back to life. Give it the right microbes and the right uh, minerals. You know, minerals are too much. It becomes toxic. This one guy, he says, rock dust doesn't work. I put rock dust in. I did three raised beds, right? One was a raised bed with nothing in it, just the plants growing soil. One was my chemical fertilizer. One I put rock dust. He put 25 pounds of rock dust in one raised bed. Mm. You know, 25, and he said, nothing will grow there. Rock dust is bad. He says, dude, you only need a pound. <laughs> it's called trace minerals for a reason. Not not super duper amount of trace minerals, right? What's what's the opposite of trace? You know, it's <laughs> abundance. Toxic. Abundant right. minerals. It's, it's toxic. Anyway, uh your turn. Okay. Silent. When it comes <laughs> when it when it when it when it comes to the uh the the quick fix, you know, you were talking about how when you garden it slows you down, and you, you can't rush a seed. You can't rush a plant. And, and, of course, as a gardener, you appreciate that as you watch that broccoli mature, when you see it and you recognize that this is a broccoli seed that's coming up, you know, and, and, and as you become an experienced gardener, you can tell, you know, is this a, is this a potato or is this a tomato? And as you know, there are some tomato leaves that look a lot like potato leaves, some of the heirloom varieties. And what I learned is that you've got to let these mature, you know, to where you can really tell what they are. And so there's, you can't rush it. But, but in fact, you know, the maturation of these plants, you know, and, and how quickly they do grow once they get growing, you know, and you go to your garden once a day or three times a week or something like that, that is definitely one of the, the joys of gardening is to, is to watch the plant go through its cycle and, and, you know, to where it's getting the flowers and then it's getting the fruits and then it's getting the vegetables on it. You're and there every day. You're there, you're there every day watching it, right? Yeah. So it's, it, really is, it really is beautiful. And, and you can't rush it. You can't push it. Well, this, this, is, this is very um, apropos when it comes to uh, our bodies. Our bodies, what I learned, I had a friend come down to Tijuana when I was working down there, and she said, well, I know the root cause of diseases. And I said, well, what is that? And she said, well, I'm not going to tell you. You have to figure that out. <laughs> and it, it, was, it was sort of perplexing because, you know, she said, you're doing really good work down here, but, you know, I know the root causes. And so it, it got me thinking. And, and really what, the way that I discovered what the root cause of disease was that with a lot of cancer patients, they would say that they had never been sick. And it was very perplexing. You know, how can you not be sick and have cancer? But the, the majority of people, the overwhelming majority of people with cancer will tell you that they didn't miss work, they weren't sick during their lives, and they're so shocked to find, you know, a diagnosed tumor when, you know, they're going, gee, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't understand where this came from. So that drove me to leaving those cancer clinics, and I started working at a hormone lab. And, and we were teaching doctors to do hormonal assessments. And, in the, and when you find out that your hormones are actually sort of, they're the messengers in the body, and that what causes the hormones to be imbalanced is not just, you have to go outside of looking at hormones and you have to start looking at detoxification and you have to look at digestive processes. 
because that's the root cause of hormonal imbalances. So a woman that has PMS or a woman that has menopausal symptoms, it's not just a matter that the hormones are imbalanced. What is the, what is the cause of the hormonal imbalance? And then you start looking at, at inflammation, which causes uh, the output, the body produces cortisol in response to inflammation, and that's an adrenal hormone but the cause of the exhaustion of the adrenal hormone is oftentimes chronic inflammation. And, and then you look at what, it, you know, what is chronic inflammation. Oftentimes, chronic inflammation, more often than not, is found in your digestive tract. It's not a swollen ankle or a swollen low back or you know, a chronic musculoskeletal problem that, that oftentimes doctors give you an anti-inflammatory, a shot of cortisone. It's actually chronic inflammation in your digestive tract, and the two things that affect your digestive tract are reactions to foods and reactions to bugs. And so when I got trained as to looking at the root cause of hormonal imbalances, I learned all about immunology, I I learned all about infections, and I learned all about food sensitivities, food intolerances, and, and, um, and food allergies. And, and so through working with maybe a dozen doctors a day and reviewing maybe three or four dozen lab tests, I began to see a pattern emerge that showed me that we develop these diseases day by day, slowly, over time, and that the, the, the root cause of our diseases is our daily choices that we make in life. And so what time you get up, how soon you eat after you get up, what it is that you eat, when is the, how long you go between meals, how much rest you're getting throughout the day, how much physical activity you're getting throughout the day, and, and, how, and, and how you're looking at your day. Are you looking at your glass half full and worrying about things? Or do you have an attitude of gratefulness and your appreciation of the day? So that what I'm saying is that the root cause of disease is our daily choices. And, and, and so when we try to fix our health in a fast, you know, take this, do this, go to somebody else and have them fix you, we give up our power. And, and when you give over your power to a physician or a therapist to fix you and you don't take responsibility for your daily choices, that quick fix is sort of like the miracle grow. It's sort of like the insecticide, the pesticide. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, vitamins and minerals and herbs and, and prescription drugs and therapy that somebody else does to you is sort of just like trying to dig up I, the, the image of somebody planting a seed and then digging it up, you know, because it's not growing fast enough. You know, it's like, I got to see what's going on. That's the, so that's the, that's the mentality that we have when it comes to our health, is that we that's think the adult that we're version, going to... Right? That's the adult yeah, version. Yeah, that we're going to get a quick fix. Go take a prescription. Go take a supplement. You know, go get a treatment. When in fact... What I found with chronic degenerative diseases, people in stage four cancers that have already tried all of the different therapies, both alternative and conventional therapies, and nothing worked, I was given an opportunity to work with these people, and by looking at their diet with different laboratory tests to see if they had adequate amounts of protein, if they had adequate amounts of fat, if they were over-consuming carbohydrates, you know, as opposed to under-consuming carbohydrates, that's pretty rare. In today's world, we over-consume carbohydrates. We under-consume fats, and oftentimes we under-consume proteins. And, and so laboratory tests can reveal what the status of those macronutrients are. That's the protein, fats, and carbs. The micronutrients is vitamins, minerals, enzymes, and water. So if you look through blood chemistries to determine what your level of micronutrients are and whether or not you're eating and consuming enough and whether or not your body's utilizing them and building with those micronutrients and the macronutrients, and then you look at through 
through blood chemistries and laboratory tests, how is my digestion functioning? You know, how is my detoxification system working? How is my immune system and my hormonal system? So if you look at those three systems and have the body, the digestion, detoxification, and immunity, if you look at your micronutrients and your macronutrients, then you're kind of getting an idea of what are the foundational you know, building blocks and how is my body utilizing these. And, and then what you do to Andy is you tailor your daily life and you say, I need to eat more protein or I need to eat less carbohydrate or I need, I need more good fats and, and I'm deficient in, in these minerals or, you know, I need some trace minerals, or I have an enzymatic deficiency, or I'm not drinking or consuming enough water. And, and then from that information, you start making the right daily choices. I saw stage four cancer patients that were debilitated and not looking healthy, not feeling good, and very, very worried. In 30 days of, and, and the, the trick, of what I was doing is that I actually was in charge of their diet. I didn't try to educate somebody about how to eat. They were staying with me, and I cooked three meals a day, and I cooked and I put together three snacks a day, and I talked and I educated these people. And within two weeks, they were starting to see dramatic changes. And in a month, I would say 75% of these people that had been diagnosed with a stage four cancer who themselves were very, very worried that they were not getting better after years of trying and going to different therapies. In two weeks, they started getting better. And in a month, three out of four of these people, they saw that their skin had changed. They were no longer waxy and pale. They saw that their hair was 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 looking better. Their nails were growing better. They noticed changes in how well they were digesting. They weren't constipated. They didn't have the diarrhea. They were sleeping better. They were feeling energized. And it was, I mean, this was after 30 years of working with thousands and thousands of people. When I had these stage four cancer patients staying in my house and I was feeding them, and, and I saw in a month dramatic changes. And I've seen that repeated with thousands of people that I've worked with that didn't have stage four cancer patients, stage four cancer, but had various problems. Generally, if you start making the right choices and, and you start with a 24-hour period and you, are, you just orchestrate what you eat, when you eat it, how much exercise you get, how much rest you get, what time you go to bed, and how you're looking at the world. Are you seeing the beauty or are you seeing the problems? And you start changing your mental outlook and you start being grateful rather than worried. I've seen again and again and again people that have had problems for 20 years or two years, I see them starting to improve by just making the right daily choices. And you cannot all of a sudden do one big dramatic therapy and, and, you know, and expect the same from that intervention where you give your power away and you say, okay, I'm going to take this or I'm going to get this treatment. When you start making the right daily choices yourself, I've seen miracles. And I don't think there's a substitute. I don't think that you can get a quick fix. I don't think that you can take something and not change your diet and your lifestyle and your mental and emotional outlook and, and way that you see things and truly, you know, get back on get back to health. So, so I have a question. It's, it's pretty neat. So I have a question. So I agree with everything you're saying. My question is, so... Does it, it appears to me that one of the things that you didn't mention here, maybe, you know, it's already implied, has to do with, you know, the chemicals we are exposing ourselves to. We're constantly exposing ourselves to one chemical or another. So if you follow this, are you saying that it doesn't make any difference the chemicals we are exposed to, or is that part of the process of understanding the chemicals, you're, you know, the toxins and the pollutions, whether it be the smoke from cigarettes or the smoke from the, the pesticides that are being used, because I, I see the, 
there's the relationship between the, you know, the, 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 the soil, which is constantly being bombarded with one kind of chemical or another, and the, and the human body was constantly being bombarded with so we can make our daily choices and live a better life, but we're still being polluted by these chemicals. Well, this is, there is no doubt that environmental exposure to toxins needs to be reduced or eliminated. But the most important thing, Andy, is that our bodies are really, really remarkable in their ability to detoxify themselves. And so we can be exposed to the air pollution, the water pollution, the soil pollution, the environmental pollution inside our homes from using toxic cleaning products. And, and our body is, you know, you look at people and they're still walking around even though they're living in Los Angeles, which is the most polluted city in America. And it doesn't even compare to polluted cities in India and Mexico and China. But there's no doubt about it that our exposure to these environmental toxins is, is damaging. And when you start talking to a patient who's sick, that's part of your questionnaires. You're asking them, you know, have you lived around a factory? Have you lived next to a farm where they're spraying? Have you uh, been using lots of paints and solvents? Were you an artist or did you work as a mechanic? where your hands were in oil and you were breathing all these things. You definitely want to check that out. But I worked with an environmental immunologist in Los Angeles, Dr. Ari Vojani, and his expertise was looking at environmental toxins and its effect on the immune system. And what he taught me was the most profound, what you taught me, one of the things that you taught me, Andy, was that if you put your minerals in a warm compost pile, those minerals are going to be broken down and made available to the plants so much faster than if you put the minerals in, in the soil and don't put them in a hot compost pile. Having yeah. taken four years of chemistry, I immediately appreciated what you said. And that was the most exciting thing I learned from you, is put your, put your rock dust into a thermophilic compost pile that's heating up because the bat and, and one of the most fascinating things I've ever learned in my life is how a compost pile it gets hot because the bacteria that's breaking down the compost has has heat in the bacteria. That's what makes yeah. a compost pile hot. And yeah. then you said put the minerals in there. Yeah. Well so that was one of the most profound things. That's where I was hooked with Andy Lopez. It's like, oh, my gosh. And your chapter, Dances with Ants, I mean, where you understood the whole symbiotic, you know, relationship of, of the whole microbial world, I, you know, and, and ants. And so I loved it. Well, Dr. Vojani, I was in his laboratory on Wilshire Boulevard in Beverly Hills, and, and he has a... Uh, it was a multi-million dollar lab with people with white coats walking around behind glass with all these, machi- you know, these laboratory equipment. It was absolutely amazing. And we were standing there, and he said, Chuck, of all of the toxins that a human is exposed to, the most common toxin is that we start developing antibodies against the food that we eat. And he said, more than carbon monoxide, more than mercury, more than lead, more than arsenic, more than all the environmental toxins, a human being is much like a test tube. And, and our skin separates us from our external environment. And then because we're a multicellular animal, we have a couple hundred different kinds of tissues in our body. And, and it's the cell which creates a test tube that differentiates what's going on in that cell from what's happening to the cells nearby. Yeah. And he said that if, if we're producing antibodies against food, we're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to have what's called oral tolerance. Even though food is not, is not human yet, we're made from that food. And so our immune system, which is our antibodies, the purpose of antibodies is to attack and eliminate from the body any foreigner that gets in, and there's three classes of foreigners, foods, bugs, and toxins. And so our immune system, the antibody part of the immune system, 
is identifies anything that's non-self, and and it's called an antigen. So an antigen is a protein that causes a, a, a the formulation of an antibody, and and he said that if you're producing antibodies against your food, that creates an inflammatory substance called an immune complex, which then is very highly inflammatory and it's quickly eliminated out through the kidneys. And here's here's the big deal, is that food is is our biggest exposure to our external world. What we put in our mouth yeah. is about a pound and a half of a foreign substance. And what, what's in our mouth is not in our body. It's only when it's digested in the small intestine and broken down into the smallest little particles, and then it goes, gets absorbed through the intestine, then it gets into our body. So what you put in your mouth is not in your body. It's so amazing. So but does the body if, know, can the body, does the body tell the difference between supposedly food and the chemicals that are in the food? Oh, absolutely. And, and those toxins, you know, the immune system will attack, you know, the toxins as well. Like if there's heavy metals, you can see antibodies that are being produced against the damaged tissue that the heavy metals cause. A heavy metal is not a protein, and it's a protein that causes an antibody reaction. But the body will, will put that heavy metal, it'll combine it with a protein, and then you can look at an immunological test that shows you that, you know, that there's lead in your body. And, and be, but, but first, the body has to combine the lead with the protein, and then the body attacks it and eliminates it. But what Bojani said was that if you're producing antibodies against your food, that's the biggest toxin that your body is exposed to. And so what you, you know, you, this, your, your three R's here, when it comes to toxins in the body, you want to reduce and, and your exposure or eliminate your exposure to that toxin. So if you're creating antibodies against the food that you're eating, and that's creating the biggest toxin that leads to inflammation that leads then to all of the degenerative diseases. So cancer, autoimmune illness, you know, is the, the root cause of that is that we're producing antibodies against our food, which is creating inflammation. That inflammation then, if it's not, if because we eat about a pound and a half of food a day, that's our biggest exposure to our external world. It's not to the toxins that are in the air or in the soil. It's our biggest exposure to our external world is the food that we put in our mouth. Now, if that food is full of toxins on top of it, in addition to, we can produce antibodies to organic food. So it's not just clean food or, or, or toxic food that makes us sick. If, if our digestive tract has been inflamed because of preservatives, because of chemicals, because of antibiotics in our food, because of hormones, because of food flavorings, food dyes, all this processed stuff, that creates inflammation in our digestive tract, which then allows undigested food into our body, and that's why we're producing antibodies against the food. If it hasn't been digested. Let me ask you a question. So do you think that the body is being fooled by this GEO food that has it in the gene? So does the body, can, is it smart enough to say, aha, it's in the gene, or is it, or is it just reacting to the whole food? All, all genetically engineered food contains a virus that's part of the makeup of that food. That's how they genetically modify the food. And our body's immune system attacks okay. the virus in that genetically modified food. So when you eat genetically modified corn, it knows. It, it, your body is attacking the virus that's part of that genetically modified corn. So the answer to that is a big yes. Our immune system is reacting to all of the genetically modified, genetically engineered foods because they and, use a virus. And listen, the... Uh, According Isn't that to huge? Center, That's pretty huge, huh? Yeah, it's, it's, it's even, listen, the, the Center for Food Safety states that up to 92% of all the food in the United States is genetically engineered. 92%. And it's in uh, soup, crackers, condiments, everything. Including well, you know what's, what's, what's interesting? That. I, I'm pretty sure that what they're talking about is the volume because, you know, there not that many foods are 
genetically modified, but we eat a lot of the foods that are genetically modified, so it makes up a disproportionate amount of our no, diet. What they're, what they're talking about is that it's in the ingredients. So you may have yeah. a food, you know, like carrot that's not genetically modified, but somehow they added uh, some something to it, or, or, or like carrot juice, for example, or some type of processed pro- product, you know, or apple juice or... Well, corn, 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 yeah. and and high fructose corn syrup is in so much food. Wheat yeah. is in so processed foods, junk foods have have wheat, corn, milk, Maybe. eggs, and soy, yeah. and all of those foods are genetically modified. And ninety four percent of the cotton is genetically modified. From there comes the cottonseed oil, which is then used in the food product. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, what we're talking about simply here, Andy, is that, and I have clients that, I, that are sick, that are doing bad, and, and I do all this sophisticated testing. But a lot of them, you know, like I've got a, I told you last week, I have an 18-year-old kid who was not feeling well at all for many, many years, and we did food sensitivity testing, we did blood sugar, you know, or, or comprehensive chemistries. We saw that he had blood sugar control issues. He was eating way too many carbohydrates. And he was eating foods all the time, like eggs, that he was very reactive to. And so he needed to eliminate those eggs. He needed to eliminate tomatoes, you know. And, and, and so he did that. But primarily what this 18-year-old did when, I, when we talked about blood sugar control is he quit eating processed foods. Yeah. And in, in, in a month, his health, has improved to such a remarkable degree that he says, I've never felt this good in my whole life, yeah. and he's only 18. And yeah, all he right. really did was he quit eating processed foods. He right, quit eating right. junk food. Exactly. You'd be so, surprised how many people eat, just pro- they eat nothing but processed food. They have never even eaten anything that came out of the ground. <laughs> they don't even go to a farmer's market and eat something <laughs> from, the, from the farmers. This, this is... I had guys yeah. who work for me. All they eat is Burger King and this and that. It's like, don't you ever, have you ever tasted a carrot? And, and one more thing I wanted to say that's really oh, interesting. Man. We, we had talked about, you know, even organic food can, can be, your body can uh, reject it for whatever reason, you know, will find it. But one of the things I found interesting is that even though it's certified organic, it still gets polluted in the process of going from there to here. They ship it oh. in the same Ship it right with all other chemicals, you know, all the pro- products that have, chemi- that have chemicals on them. They're in the container. They get put inside a container with other stuff, and they, of you're, course, you're they're right. going to get it. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I get it. Yeah, yeah, and that's, it's pretty that's like, amazing. Wow. And 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 yeah. I've got a I've got a kid who's 29, and you know he was with a, a woman that was 22. And and she was an athlete in high school, a, a water polo player, and you know a, a swimmer, you know, so you know was really healthy and and fit. And she said that of her two dozen friends, that she was the only one that knew how to cook, and that all the other girls that were her age, 22, 23, 24, they ate nothing but packaged, pre prepackaged. Foods. They ate at restaurants. Good. Good food. They bought at the grocery store. They bought canned and packaged food that all they did was put in the microwave. You are, you are what you eat. You are what that you they, eat. The microwave one of the worst things for your body. And they did not cook ever. No. And, and Andy, I, I started finding that in the last 10 years that so many people, you know, don't ever cook. They don't put together a soup. They buy the let, soup already made. They let alone garden. Let alone actually grow oh, it. Well, Many people well, actually have oh, grown anything. Gardens? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Amen. Amen. And, and, and that's the key to, to health. I mean, I, I totally believe that the, a good doctor should be a good farmer, you know, but then they understand that the farmer should be a good, uh, can learn how to be a doctor. But then you want to teach that to your kids. You want to teach that to, do you want to be healthy? Learn, start growing, learn how to grow, because that will teach you, put you on the path to being healthy, and, and, and it gives you, you know, it gives you a solution, because right now we're getting worse, and the United States is the leader in this field, right? Leading, teaching the rest of the world, let's get more Burger King, let's get more McDonald's, let's get more other stuff. Even, 
even you know Barry McDonald's, for example, they're saying, well, that maybe we should come up with a better <laughs> something better to eat, right? They, yes. They know that. They know that people are dying left and right from their food, so they have to change. But they, they're not coming up with anything better. They're just changing the, the menu a little bit, maybe look a little better. But, I mean, I I remember once a long, long time ago, I made a mistake. I went in there, I got some French fries, and my stomach said, what did you just give me? And I read mm-hmm. about it. It's not even French fries. It's something that, that they make together, and then they run it through the machine, and it looks like fries, but potatoes are not in there. <laughs> Well, we know that potatoes are one of the most chemicalized vegetables there is, and then they and then they take those potatoes and they they coat them with wheat. Yeah. So it's not you're getting wheat with your potatoes, and then they use these horrible synthetic oils, and they put defoaming chemicals in the oil so that they can reuse it in their deep fat fryers. And so the oils that they use are toxic, the potatoes are toxic, and then they coat them with, round, with you know, Roundup, you yeah. know, saturated wheat. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it, you would think a French fry would be a pretty innocuous, you know, healthy food, it is, but in it fact is. It's, a, it's a toxic bomb. Here's the, here's and, the Andy, I, I, read, I read that a Big Mac, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not 100% sure of this, but a few years ago, I had an article that said that there were 900 chemicals Holy crap. In, in, a, in a Big Mac between the meat that Holy they use, the vegetables that they use, and the dough that they use to make the bread. Holy cow. I was going to say that the, you know, the one of the worst on the market is beer, but beer only, only has 72 chemicals in it. <laughs> but it has <laughs> Roundup. All, all, all beer, because of it using grains... Is is like got five times the the legal limit of glycophosphate. Oh, yeah. I don't drink beer. I never did. I I, I found it. Well, my dad made beer, and I thought it was cool. I drank a little bit, but I was never really a, much of a beer drinker. But the chemicals in the beers, so you name the beer out there, there's all of them are really so 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 bad. And guess what? Us good old boys, that's what they drink. Big giant stomach. You know, they just drink beer. I mean. Uh, in Did you know that it was there. saturated with Roundup? It's, uh, that Roundup beer, stuff is everywhere. It is. It is. It's, it's the most used chemical on the planet. Yeah. There's more. There's more pollution from Roundup than yeah. anything else. And for you know, thirty, forty years, the the agricultural schools and the Roundup you know chemists have been saying because Roundup kills bugs in a certain way through a certain chemical pathway, and humans don't have that pathway in them, it's not going to hurt humans. And then in the last five years, it's become evident that the Roundup kills the bacteria in our digestive tract. It doesn't directly kill our human cells. It's true, but it's killing the microbiota, which is the friendly bacteria that live inside of us, and not only do the friendly bacteria live inside our digestive tract, they live on our skin, they live on our eyeballs, they live in our vascular system, you know, our arteries and veins. There's yeah. microbiota associated yeah. with all living tissue. And when you eat Roundup food, you're killing those bugs that are yeah. necessary for the health of your, of your own human body. And guess what? If it does that to humans, imagine what it does to Animals, birds, dogs, cats, other creatures. We all have yeah, the same inside of us. Amen. You know, you know, we all have the same thing going on to a different degree. You know, different ways because you know, animals are different and different birds and stuff. But yeah, it's destroying them left and right. A long, long time ago, a bunch of scientists they did a study and they found it mutated the frogs. Yeah, it, yeah, the amphibians. It mutated the frogs, <laughs> and it's That's like right. and this was in Florida. And it's like that was like ten years ago. It mutated. And the and I I just read articles this week about that worldwide. So yeah, what you're talking about, Andy, and one of your you know the, the 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 subtitle of your book, alternatives to chemicals in the home and garden, in your Don't Panic, it's organic gardening book. Yeah. I love it. That yeah, your subtitle is alternatives right off the to bat, chemicals. We got to get, get off of these things, and we're not we don't seem to be going in that direction. We seem to be going in the direction let's create more chemicals. You know, more and more and more chemicals is because it's money. You know, that's what one of the solutions to our problems. Well, we have to develop a different source of this money thing. You, money is really 
And you and I have solutions. You have solutions to chemicals in the home and garden. I mean, including the cleaning agents. Instead of using Windex and 409, you have chemical, you have alternatives to using, you know, uh, vinegar and baking soda, you know, and to clean up inside your house. That's very, very important. You have alternatives to Roundup and to, and to miracle Grow for the it garden. You have to be taught well, alternatives. Instead of using that, use this. This, all, this is a start. The and, same thing with the body. You, do you want and, to, you and I, get better? <laughs> and okay. I'm happy to say that I have alternatives to processed foods for the human. And, and we can talk about that. You know, I mean, I, you know, I eat an impeccably clean diet. And, and, you know, so it is possible to live in Southern California and to shop at, at between Whole Foods and Sprouts and Trader Joe's. You can get non-toxic and, and farmer's markets. You can get organic vegetables and fruits. You can get even canned goods. Of course, there's some problem with the with the preservatives and the and the adhesives that they use in cans. You have to learn to read. read. You have to read your labels, and and yeah. and you know and and you know and and so you could. But it is possible to eat a toxic-free diet, and and I don't go to restaurants. I don't go to fast food places. I don't buy stuff at the at the at the subway at the at or, the or that um, big truck that pulls up or that big food truck that pulls up. Words. Yeah, at the at, or at, go into a Seven Eleven and and just buy anything that's there. So you know it does. I am limited. There are a couple of restaurants that I can go that have non-GMO foods that have organic fruits and vegetables that have grass-fed beef, wild-caught yeah. fish. Yeah. Not many, but there are a couple. And other than that, I, I can go to a, to a grocery store and I can come home and I make very simple meals. You know, uh, what I've found in health is there's a couple of rules that a lot of people are not aware of. One is that they should not eat the same food every day. And so I'll have tomatoes on one day, and then I'll wait five days before I eat tomatoes again. Yeah, you told me and that. So, so I rotate. I don't have a trail mix where I have, you know, three different kinds of nuts. I'll eat, you know, walnuts on one day, pecans the next day, Brazil nuts the next day, pine nuts the next day. Yeah. And, and I'll do that the same thing with my fruits and vegetables, and I'll do it also with my proteins. So if I, if I have a fish on one day, I'll have a different kind of fish the next day. If I have chicken on one day, I'll wait, and I'll, I'll have chicken maybe three times during that day, but then I'll wait until four or five days later to have chicken again. So I, I do that, and then I've also found that the fewer foods that you eat at a time, instead of making a recipe that's got two dozen foods in it, I like to make a recipe that has three or four foods in it. So, like, for example, I'll make a sausage with chicken, and I'll add some mango, and I'll add some celery, and I'll add some bell pepper, and, yeah. and, and that will be my chicken sausage. The next day, I'll make a beef sausage, and I might use tomatoes and spinach and, and garlic in that sausage. You know, what so, you're, you, know, you know what you're really talking about? This is the way people live for centuries. You know, in the old days, in the caveman days, and whatever, you know, they didn't get the same thing every day. They went out and they they rummaged. They what they ate. Whatever was they ate something different. I bet you they ate something season. completely different every day. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's right. So, so and it's possible. It's possible. It's possible to do that today, Andy. You know, yeah. you know how to grow organic gardens. I know how to help people eat a clean diet. That and by doing by by doing some some laboratory testing and finding out where the imbalances are, we know how to focus and prioritize what we're eating so as to restore normal function. And that is the key to eliminating a disease that you already have, but also preventing diseases from even occurring. You know, it's it's well, it, we have a it's lot of work cut out for us. You know, day by day. Of- Trying to get it hour out by people. hour. Um, our show, by the way, we've been listened to about six thousand times already. Uh, all the various different places, right? And, and, and there's a bunch of different people now that they really like this. And one guy called it awesomeness, <laughs> and he, he he liked the last show too. 
And, and so I, I told people, if you uh, want to uh, be on the show, if you have a comment about it, you, you want to you know, have a question, uh, you can send email to me at andylopez at invisiblegardener.com. Make sure you spell G-A-R-D-E-N-E-R.com. People are having a problem with that. <laughs> right, they do. And they saw invisible and basketball. I was like, for crying out loud, <laughs> invisiblegardener.com. Uh, you'll see there's a place you can sign up for the, uh, and it's a free podcast. But if you want to be on, you send an email to me. Uh, we'll talk about getting you on. I said, if you're a farmer, organic farmer, of course. I had mentioned organic doctors. There's such a thing as an organic doctor. It's just, isn't that homo? What kind of naturalist doctor? What, I want a doctor on that, you know, uh, can talk to us about what we're talking about. Not some doctor that's going to come on and say, you you're all wrong. you got to eat you know, more junk food. That's not going to work. I, 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 you know? But it, it, uh, so we're we're going to be on again uh, every Saturday morning. If you want to be on, feel free to email me, and we can talk about being on. If you have a question for Chuck or a question for me, you know, stick it to this to this thing. If you don't ask me about gardening, a lot of people are asking about gardening. That's what the gardening show is all about. This is, has to do with finding solutions to how we can make uh, you know human beings. I, I have I wrote a poem: "Human being is a mushroom machine." It's a long poem, but basically it means that we don't know what the heck we're doing. But if we if we actually meditated and learned to listen uh, and follow the what the the wisdom of the world, we, we we would be much better off. And even though everything's going, lots of stuff is hitting the fan, and the the poo poo is hitting the fan all the way around us. We have to keep our faith. We have to you know uh, relax. Especially because stress is everything. Stress. We we have to learn to reduce stress, right? I learned to meditate. I started back to doing my Tai Chi again. It really re- reminded me of the energy flow, how, how the energy has to flow in and how the energy has to flow, flow, flow out. Same thing with plants, everything. And so we're here to help people uh, to pass along our knowledge to them and hopefully something flows into the body, you know, and maybe a little seed, a little seed in your stomach, right, <laughs> will grow, you know. So we're here, and uh, I love you, Chuck, and, uh, we will we'll be back next uh, week, right? All right, fantastic. Okay, man. Great day Thank to you. Thank you very much for being on. Love okay, to you. Okay, take Thanks, care, everybody. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.